Podcasting from a sex writing cave from somewhere in the middle of the internet, this is The Smut Lancer, a weekly podcast where we discuss creating content about sex and getting paid to do it. The Smut Lancer podcast is hosted by me, Kayla Lords, and Molly Moore. We're two sex bloggers who have more ideas than time in the day. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. The Smut Lancer podcast is produced weekly, except during those times when we finally admit we need a break. Show notes are found at thesmutlancer.com. When you're ready to take your smut lancing career to a new level, join the Smut Lancers community on Patreon. For as little as $5 per month, you can ask questions, get answers, and interact with an entire community of other people who do what you do and want to get paid to do it too. Head to patreon.com slash the smut lancers to learn more. Welcome back to the Smut Lancer podcast with me, Molly Moore. And this week I have my guest, Michael, with me. Because our topic this week is, so your website has been hacked. Um, and there's some stuff that uh, he's an expert on. And so I thought I would get him back to talk about that. So let's start at the beginning. Your website has been hacked for whatever reason what do you do panic panic oh my god it's all gone wrong <laughs> what do you do well you, you don't don't start by panicking cuz it's going to be okay mm-hmm. it really is um your website is vulnerable all websites are vulnerable to being hacked um it's i'll start off with this too it's not your host's fault Frankly, if you're self-hosted, it, it's your responsibility to make sure this doesn't happen, and if it does happen, to clean it up. Well, hosts really don't want servers to become infected because then everybody they host on that server will be infected too, and that was very bad for business. So they work very hard at making sure that's not the case. Right. So it's their job to make sure the server doesn't get hacked. It's not their job to make sure that your individual website on that server doesn't get hacked. That's actually your job. And it's much easier, frankly, to hack individual websites than it is to hack bigger boxes. There's lots of ways for people to get in. um, And so you got to clean it up now. And the first thing to do is your, your website's hacked. You go there and something's not right or people tell you it's redirecting you to other things or you're not seeing the page you're supposed to. So the first thing to do is try to see if you can get into your dashboard. If you can get into your dashboard, if you haven't installed some sort of malware plugin like WordFence or security or iTheme security, any of those things, you really should right away, if you can, install those things and run a scan. Most of the time, they can take care of it just by doing that. They'll show you what's wrong, tell you if they can repair the files that have been affected, tell you if there are files that are going to be infected, um, that they can't clean up, things that are outside the WordPress installation. Mm -hmm. So uh, you kind of do what they say, Mm -hmm. right? You follow that. I use WordFence almost exclusively um, simply because it works really well. It's free. And it, it really can be a lifesaver in a lot of other ways, including preventing your site from being hacked in the first place. Mm-hmm. So uh, run that. Do the things it says. If it's still not right, um, 
then you have to be a little more advanced about things. And really, the easiest thing to do after that point is to upload through your cPanel uh, a version of WordPress that you downloaded from WordPress.org. Rename two file folders and rename your plugins folder so that those are not working and then replace those. Don't do anything with the files in your root directory and don't do anything with your WordPress content file and then copy the new WP admin and the WP includes folder and replace those and then get into your site again. So don't panic. If you're listening to this going, oh my God, oh my God, I can't write fast enough. Panic, panic, panic. There will be a separate blog post that will be on the Smart Lancer site that should go up with roughly the same time as this goes out, hopefully. It may be a few days afterwards, um, which will kind of give you more step-by-step instructions. So that should be linked in the snow, snow notes, yeah, whatever they are. Um, so like this has been written out in a little bit more of a step-by-step guide with a little bit more detail in yes. the blog post. And, and so you do those steps, you do those things. Hopefully that gets you set up and going. If not, ask a question. If, if, there are lots of people like me mm-hmm. uh, that you can ask and say, what are the things I can do? Tell me a little more detail about how to do these things and, and do those things. Um, don't think you have to move your site to someplace else. Don't think you have to do lots of other things. If you're doing regular backups, especially if you're keeping those backups someplace else that isn't on your server, you can just often restore. You might lose a post or two, but way better than having your site virus infected and getting blacklisted by Google and other search engines. I'm going to switch now. You can go read the blog post and and talk about other things, but let me talk about how to stop it from happening in the first place. Right. And that is to do have something like WordFence or one of the other plugins that keep your site safe. WordFence installs a firewall that makes it harder for people to get in, that protects against known vulnerabilities right out of the box and continually updates to keep that protection going. It notifies you when you have plugins that need updating. And that is one of the most important things you can do. Keep your plugins up to date. Run a backup, keep it off site, update your plugins. Next time there are plugin updates, run a backup, keep it off site, update your plugins. Your themes also keep those up to date and remove all extra themes, save one for keeping those old themes being vulnerable because keeping plugins and themes you're not using are in fact a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You don't want those things to be there. They're like you're almost creating like a little back door for people to try and sneak in. So plugins that you aren't using, get rid of them. Keep the ones that you've got updated because when you use the older versions, they actually usually become they become vulnerable due to other up, updates that you haven't put in that kept them safe. And they actually then create like almost a little portal where people can use those as a way to get in. And then once they're in, of course, then you have problems. Lots of work to do. Also, plugins that you notice, you know, I've run this plugin for six years and there's never been an update. Mm -hmm. That's actually not a good sign because it may very well mean that plugin is no longer supported and no longer being updated. So every now and again, go into your list of plugins, click the more information button and see if it says, this plug hasn't been updated in the last six years, 
find a different plugin to do what that one does. Mm -hmm. And the trickier one is your PHP version. Now, it used to be you never knew what PHP was running behind the scenes, and that's the software that all of WordPress runs on is PHP. And so there's a software package that is installed on your server that makes all that work. And on your dashboard these days, WordPress has cottoned on to the fact that maybe people don't aware that they have to keep this updated. And it will say your PHP version is out of date or you're running an insecure version. You have to go into your cPanel. You have to find your PHP selector and choose the latest version, or at least one back from the latest version if you're worried that maybe the latest version doesn't play nice with other things. If you can't find that, contact your host. In 99.9% of the cases, they'll do it for you. So make sure that you don't see that unless you know damn well there's a reason that it has to stay there. If you're running some very peculiar piece of software that requires a specific PHP version, but other than that, don't do it. Update it, update it, update it. And be aware of your site. Visit it on a browser that you're not logged in on. Because sometimes these people are smart and it won't show that you're directing people to other websites unless you're not logged in. Or even they only redirect if you're on a phone. Mm -hmm. So check your websites. It's really easy to not think about your website except from the side where you do postings and things. Mm -hmm. Where you don't go and actually look at what your website look, what looks like and how it behaves. So that's an important tool to keep you aware of what your website's doing. Right. And with regards to WordFriends, it obviously sends you notifications and you can set like limits on attempts to log in and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so what would one of your, I think one of your advice is to always look at that stuff. That's a little trickier to do in WordFence, not impossible. Um, I, as a general rule of thumb, don't accept the WordFence defaults, which gives a single user 20 attempts to log in within a certain space of time. And that space of time is quick. People don't actually try to log into your website. They have scripts that we call bots mm -hmm. that just find that login URL and send username and password entries over and over and over and over again until something stops them. So three is a nice limit. If you get it wrong more than three times, then it locks you out. You can set the duration for how long that locks somebody out so that if for some reason you lock yourself out, mm -hmm. it's not forever. And there are ways to get around that to get into the back end that you can do that and, and reset that. But three is a nice number for that. And three over not 30 seconds, right? Because who types three times in 30 seconds to get into your website? Mm -hmm. Machines, not people. So you, you want to get into those settings. And certainly, if you want to learn more about that, I can write more about that and do things more about that. Um, but in the scope of providing security um, can be a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. But if you follow the basic practices and things like don't make your user login admin, mm -hmm. okay, you make it something else that's not your site name something obvious, you know. So if your site name is fuckme.com, don't make your username fuck me. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and passwords. Don't reuse your passwords. Don't use one password for everything you do. Your blog and your banking website should not have the same password. So don't do that. Make up something that works, that is something that is easy to remember. I like passphrases. Right. Where you do something longer. Um, a friend of mine many years ago used a line from a Grateful Dead song, but only used the first letters of each word in the line. So the line was, what a long, strange trip it's been. And so his password is those series of letters for the first letter of each word as his password. Very effective. Not unhackable. There is almost no password that is unhackable unless you use those securely generated ones that no one will ever remember. Mm -hmm. If you want to be that secure, get a password manager. They work very well. They're very handy. If you have a lot of passwords to remember, it remembers it for you. It takes one password to get into the password manager, and then it will autofill them into whatever site you're trying to get into. Those basic security steps will go a hugely long way to making sure that it's extremely unlikely your site has ever been hacked. In how many years have you been blogging? Um, More than a decade. More than a decade. And how many times have your sites been hacked? They haven't. They haven't. And that is how you want it to be and how you want it to stay. Will that stay that way forever? No. There will be a zero-day security flaw that yeah. it happens and it will go. And one of the things to watch out for as well is you may have um, you may have more than one site in your, in your repertoire, and it may be that one of the sites you are not really working with at the moment. It's fairly dormant, but it's still up. They're the ones to somehow remind yourself to go and update the plugins and the stuff because that's often where you get into trouble because you're like, oh my God, I haven't logged in there for three months because I'm not really doing anything there at the moment, but all that content is still there and you're planning to come back to it or whatever. You should still log into that site like on a regular basis and update the plugins and update the theme and da 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 to because that then just becomes a vulnerability if you just leave it sitting there and you don't ever do that stuff. So, you know, you can get it to email you when those things need doing if that's what you need to remind yourself but um, yeah, that can be the problem is if you're not using your site very often and so you're like, oh my God, I haven't logged in for X amount of weeks um, where you end up again creating like a little, a here, little vulnerability. Here, here, come on in, make yourself at home, do uh-huh. things. Most of the time, most of the time, these hacks are really just about defacement. It's yeah. people who want to score points by taking over your website because it makes them feel clever. And they'll post that they've done this on these various different hacking websites. That has mostly been replaced by people who do it for money. Yeah. They want to use your server to mine Bitcoin and use the CPU cycles you have and eat them all up. They want to redirect for phishing or malware or even just click stuff or just ranking stuff. So if they can hijack your site and every time somebody visits your site, they go hit somebody else's websites or three or four or five that gets them better google ranking even though it's very nasty and eventually will get your server blacklisted not the people getting the traffic but you but i will end this with how we began it don't panic (laughs) don't think you're gonna have to throw everything away and start over again or you've lost your content i've never 
had a website that I could not recover from this. Some have been harder than others, I'll grant. Right. But inevitably, every time, it's been because plugins haven't been updated. Right. So that's that's the key. Do that, and the chances of being hacked are much, much less. Right. And you will lead a happy, more <laughs> secure and sleeping life. Right. Well, thank you very much. As I said, there is a blog post that will go with this. I'll have more details in. You can always get in touch and ask questions too or join the Smart Lancer patron. And then obviously you'd have more direct access to ask more questions and potentially get help. Thank you very much for listening. Update your plugins. Don't get hacked. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smut Lancer podcast. If you like what you just heard, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app and check out the blog, past episodes, and other great information at thesmutlancer.com. You can follow the Smut Lancer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. It's at thesmutlancer in all three places. Or follow Eroticon on Twitter or Instagram at eroticonuk, all one word, eroticonuk. For more tips, tricks, and help from your fellow Smut Lancers, join us at patreon.com slash thesmutlancers. Thanks for listening. Let's do this again next week. Mm-hmm.